rest of my days unhappy Why would I spend the rest of this year alone When I can go therapy When I can go therapy When I can go therapy Two times a day Why would I spend the rest of this week so bitter And all that listening is making you bitter too When I can go therapy When I can go therapy When I can go therapy Two times a day Hello everyone, good morning on the Sunday bright sunny morning uh, my name is Amanda welcome to the first episode of the counseling corner so before we get into the nitty-gritty I just wanted to explain a little bit what this space is what it can be what it will look like um, or sound like because you can't really see it um, just bear with me this is my first time kind of hosting a show so if I stumble or there's things that you don't understand so just bear with me um, so just a little bit about the show. So I know that <laughs> I know that, um, and I've seen and heard that therapy can be daunting, whether it's counselling, psychology, um, psychotherapy, any types of counselling. The whole space can be quite daunting, and you know, with all the sort of conceptions around what it is, um, what they can do, what we can do, um, it's very very um different uncertain and uncertainty brings anxiety around all that um so in this space i want to uncover what counseling really is what it's about what it can be for people um kind of going through some stuff i mean we all we all go through stuff you know um at some point in our life um so it'll also uncover you know what it's like for me as a counsellor in, in the space, what what's involved, what was involved, kind of leading up to uh, me actually practising um, and where I'm at sort of at the moment. Um, I also want to, you know, use the space to debunk the myths and misconceptions and also talk about um, the the roller coaster of the history counselling has had. Um, it's definitely been quite a bumpy ride, um, you know, and, and still still today as well. Um, it'll also be a space where you guys, the listeners, can message or call in with any questions, any issues or things that, you know, you're not, you're unsure about counselling or, you know, you're not sure how to go about certain things. And, you know, I'm preface this with the fact that I'm not any way a expert or, um, you know, very well rehearsed in in um, kind of the field. You know, I'm just starting out. I'm only two years in practicing. So, and I'll go through a bit of my history and credentials, sort of in this um, in this first show. Um, before that, we did just get a message. Um, yep, just a just a comment on the intro song. Great intro song. Thank you for that. Um, yeah, keep keep the messages coming. I'm I'm happy to to um, you know, kind of acknowledge those and and um, read them out. Eleanor. Oh, thank you, Eleanor. <laughs> that from that message. Um, yes. Yeah, so, if you did want a message um, or call in, um, oh, where is it? Yeah. So, just 
um, call or text to 0493 213 831. Okay? 0493 213 831. Great. Okay, I'll read out the number again later if you. Um, again, so great. So, yeah, so this space will also be, you know, it's, it's meant to be informational um a talk back as i said kind of keep messaging texting in oh we just got another one what does it say who's that from so someone said a great overview of what will be covered in the show it sounds great thank you oh thank you eleanor <laughs> a great um eleanor was a long time listener so and um few texts from her over the in the other shows of uh, the great shows from from this radio station so thank you for that um yeah so it'll be informational uh, a talk back you know a supportive space it's you know i can't say that it's co- confidential because you know everyone can listen um but it's definitely a very supportive very open um n- completely non-judgmental i work from a non-judgmental person-centered space um you know it's going to be very exploratory you know there's no right or wrong answers in in this space or in you know from from my perspective um so very exploratory in in space and in time um you know and also spend some time kind of sharing some industry secrets um which you know i feel like it shouldn't really be secrets because you know the the counseling field is uh, you know a special field where it's not competitive it's not like you know when you hide your work from other people it's it's quite a collaborative field where everyone you know tries to come together and share their ideas and and experiences and you know knowledge and you know something that we all sort of come together and you know we all you know it's it's important to kind of it's a more collaborative requirement kind of field um so i think that's sort of the the gist of the show um you know if any any other questions around you know what, what it is what it can be and if you guys had any ideas or um things that you wanted me to, to talk about to look into um i'm always happy to take feedback and suggestions around that okay so um one sec okay stay hydrated out there guys it's quite warm um so firstly um i just wanted to go in a little bit into my introduction why you should listen to me um you know again i'm not a complete expert and i think in the counseling space you never really get to that place of being an expert um that you know there's never really a space you're like okay i know everything because there's you know never enough to know and and there's always more things coming out more research more ideas more theories more approaches you know there's hundreds around there so um so yeah so why you know why should my voice be um you know at least considered or you know just just you know something to think about or let let that those ideas kind of stir in your mind um so firstly, I guess, you know, starting, you know, going chronologically, um, I guess, you know, I've always wanted to help people. I guess there's lots of people who say that. Um, 
and I actually started off wanting to be a teacher actually because you know I, I liked the you know the space and the kids and wanted to kind of help them in, in some way um, but then I guess it started my counseling journey kind of started in high school where um, um, it was time to choose an elective for VCE um, for you know for a subject to do in year 10 to start sort of your VCE um, journey and a lot of my friends were actually going into business management Um, so me being wanting to fit in like I thought yes like I'm gonna be in this class you know with my friends and you know we're all gonna have a good time by the time it got for me to enroll into that class it was actually full and I have this memory of sitting in my in an office with my mum, I don't know why, but talking to what would be my psychology teacher, um, being like, okay, well, that's full. Is there anything else you wanted to do? And I kind of thought about it. I was like, I had a look at the list of everything else and there was other things like politics and history and science kind of stuff and there was also psychology. So I was like, okay, well, I guess if business management is not, you know, available anymore, then, you know, I guess I'll give psychology a go. And um, I guess, you know, shout out to that teacher because she would be my psychology teacher and kind of inspire that drive to, um, you know, keep learning and, you know, wanting to help people as well. Um, Her name was Carolyn Murdoch. So, you know, if, if you come across her anytime or you know low chances that she's listening right now or you know to the podcast but you know I definitely owe a lot to the motivation and the drive to her and how she really like inspired all of those thoughts and and ideas and knowledge and you know all those sorts of things so um shout out to her um so yeah so that's what was sort of psychology in high school um you know I wasn't amazing like I didn't like have a higher score um but it definitely you know started that kind of drive in me um and then I then I did a um Bachelor of Arts with a major of psychology at Swinburne um shout out to them um it was Swinburne was an interesting place um but it definitely it definitely wasn't easy all the time um, there's a lot, I guess, you know, if there's anyone out there listening to the live show now or the podcast, you know, coming out, um, that is kind of thinking about, you know, going into the therapy space or the psychology space. Um, it, it's definitely not an easy ride. A lot, a lot, a lot of reading, you know, I, I feel like all of this information, the basics of it is important, but you know, there, there isn't, there is a point where you can kind of have that, all of that knowledge in your back pocket and take it to where you want to go. You know, I know the saying, you know, it, for example, when you play it, you need learn to play a piano, you know, you need to learn the rules first and then you can break them, I guess. And, you know, first you play with your head and then you play with your heart. Um, and that's where you get to kind of develop those skills and, like empathy and you know relational skills and being able to just sit 
in a space with someone else um, and not think about yourself, I guess, um, for, for an extended period of time. So The Bachelor was definitely... Um, it was definitely interesting. I mean, with, especially with a bachelor, you can um, you can do units that you know don't necessarily have to do with you know the psychology or your major or you know. So I did you know things around it. Um, I do I did do a minor in criminology, so um, a little bit into kind of the justice space, the um, criminal psychology kind of space. Um, bit of the social side of 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 psychology you know the social systems and and you know the interrelational kind of space um yeah lots of well it was a three-year course so lots of different units around that um but you know eventually got into the abnormal psych sort of side and learned about what can go wrong i guess in 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 people's lives and um you know, how to kind of identify it, I guess, um, which I thought was really interesting and, you know, I would have hoped it would have come earlier, but it did. It was good when it did come. Um, so, okay, so so I did that for about three years. That was a three-year course. And then when I finished, um, the, uh, you know, it, it is sort of the way it goes that, with a bachelor of, with an arts degree there's not a whole lot you could really do in terms of a job or career um and they do you know they, they do suggest sort of another you know kind of specialist degree you know you kind of have to narrow it down a bit arts is quite a broad term um so with with my bachelor's I was like, okay, well, what 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 should I do? Um, there was the option to go back into education um, with that, but you know, I felt like there was more for me to give in terms of the therapy space, the counselling space. So, <coughs> sorry, I went on to I went on to do a postgraduate diploma of counselling at ACAP, which stands for the Australian College of Applied psychology now it's the australian college of applied professions they recently changed it and have this new renovation of the website and everything so everything's a lot more upgraded when i first started there it was this little university i mean they have campuses in in sydney and queensland um but the melbourne one was this little um campus of four stories in a building which i i'm sure it still it still is but haven't been there in a long time since covid um, besides a few, um, one or two workshops, I think, um, that was on campus. Um, what's this? So, so that, that I think was a really interesting course and is a, was a lot more hands-on than the bachelor's. I mean, in the bachelor's, if you're doing, if you're doing a major of psych, um, then there is a lot of research and statistics involved, which, you know, I didn't always enjoy. I mean, I, I didn't think I was too bad at it. And um, we just got another text, I think. We'll just open that. Um, yeah, so it wasn't, the you know, the most fun, I guess, in statistics and, there's always something to complain about, I guess. 
Um, okay, yes. So um, just got another text here um, from Tracy, uh, Will Beatty's mother. So um, thank you for that. She says, great start to your show, Amanda, and it's interesting to hear how you came <coughs> to the counselling profession. Um, thank you so much, um, Tracy. It's uh, It's been a journey, um, definitely with lots of... Uh, uh, you know, just like the history of counselling, it's been a roller coaster. Um, but definitely, you know, considering where I'm at now, it's definitely worth it. Um, you know, in terms of seeing the change that I'm able to inspire in people, um, it's pretty good. Thank you, Tracy. Okay, so yeah, keep the keep the messages. You know, if you want to call, also feel free. Um, it's a free space. That, you know, they you know, we call it the counselling corner. You can. It's an open space for anyone. Okay, so where is that? I was at the postgrad diploma. So, yeah, it was a lot more hands-on and practical. I remember my first class, um, they got us just to sit in pairs or I think it was a triad, so three people, and just, you know, let someone talk without you talking, you know, don't say anything, don't move, just you know, see that kind of, you know, way to sit with what the person's saying. Um, and then, you know, looking at minimal responses in, mm-hmm, yeah, okay, I see, you know, those small um, gestures to kind of um, let that person know that you're listening and that you're understanding, um, which then grew into, you know, reflections, you know, you have to kind of reflect of what they're saying and um you know whether that's the the actual things that they're saying or the the emotions that you are kind of trying to see that is coming out there from what what they're saying um and then going on to kind of theories and and different ways of counseling you know there was a lot of practical kind of um filming filming myself um counseling people um, a lot of them were other students, so, um, you know, we're all kind of in that together in a very collaborative space. Um, <clears throat> again, um, you know, I wasn't, you know, I don't think I was the best at it, um, just kind of starting out in the space and, you know, and, and especially, you know, as I said, kind of never get to the place where you're like, yeah, I know everything, I'm the best, whatever. It's it's a space where you're like, okay, well, you know, maybe it was good in this way and it was, you know, good in this way, but also at the same time, you know, I can improve here, here and here to um, get – it's sort of about the outcomes from the client um, in that kind of way. Um, so that went for about two years and I finished that – I think that was 2020 – and then I actually um, – and then that course included placement as well and I did placement at Kangan Institute, um, kind of practising a bit of the counselling there. Um, you know, again, not, not the greatest kind of experience, you know, unfortunately. You know, I, I, it's nice to hear that people have good experiences from placement and, you know, <laughs> can take what they – what they've learned and what they've experienced into, um, you know, sort of their, their sort of good experience memories and things like that. Um, you know, my experience was very intense and, you know, I felt 
you know, don't really want to get into it now, but, you know, I pretty much felt like I was kind of there on my own and, um, you know, there wasn't a lot of clients there to practice on or at least, you know, engage with. Um, but the clients I did um, <coughs> have the pleasure of providing counselling for was pretty much what kind of builds my motivation to keep going and to keep talking to them and you know that was sort of the main thing I was really kind of motivated on um so that was um that was good um so now now I guess um I'm almost at the end pretty much like another month to go to finishing my master's so I'm doing my master's of counseling and psychotherapy um which because I did the postgrad at the same place um I was able to do it um in one year instead of two so it's usually two years but um they gave it to me one year it has been about a year and a half because I took a few months off in the middle of the year so that I could um take a bit of a trip I'm not sure if you heard from Will's show but you know we did take a trip in August and that's that's um would be complicated if I was doing placement um around that time um so yeah so I've just doing placement now and pretty much you know where I developed um the idea of the show is where I'm doing placement now and I'm, I'm doing it at the break in Elsenwick and we've been collaborative collaborating on, um, their connections to Radio Karam and, um, they've, while they're kind of trying to organize, you know, what, what their potential plan is for Radio Karam, um, I thought it would be good for me to kind of, um, try out the Radio Karam space and see, um, what I can do, what I, where I can take it. Um, I'm, you know, I'm sure everyone, most people have heard, um, you know, that, you know, my partner Will Beatty, he has a show, his, um, which is 5, 10, 15, 20, Monday, 7 o'clock. Um, his, his dad, Mark Beatty, has another great show, um, You Talking to Me, um, and his brother, which I think is probably the, the start of, you know, where the babies came into Radio Karam. Um, also has a, a great show with, with his friends. Um, so, and, and now now his, um, uh, his, his stepmom kind of having another great show as well. So, um, you know, shout out to them. I'll just check in with the messages. Okay, great. So, um, hi, Donovan. He said... Very good show, Amanda. Well done so far. Thank you so much. I'm definitely trying my best here. So, yeah, so keep keep coming in the messages. There's another one. Okay. So, um, yeah, so... Um, Eleanor. So, yeah, Eleanor has asked, can you please explain the difference between counselling and psychotherapy? Yes, so... Which was actually on my agenda. Thank you, Eleanor. Um, yes, yeah, so I'll just finish up kind of looking at my time in Masters and then we can go into, um, you know, th- those definitions and, and what the difference is, okay? Um, thanks, Eleanor, for that. Um, so, yeah, so I've been doing my Masters since um, middle of last year. I think I started in... Um, in May, I think. 
Yeah, so I started in May and they did recently just change the course and um, they threw out and brought in a lot of different units um, and a lot of them I didn't have to do, which is, you know, it's nice that you don't have to do something. But, um, you know, a few of them I would have like, oh, that would have been interesting. Um, I did... um, I did, you know, obviously more advanced theories classes and um, a unit on psychodynamic theory, which um, I, I can try and explain, but I'll need to do a bit of research and get my get my facts straight. It's it's quite a um, old and complicated approach to counselling, um, but still, I I think it, you know there's a lot of research out there and it's quite. Um, an interesting space. Um, okay, so so I guess okay. So just before we finish up there, we'll just sort of play an ad because they are um, amazing to us and and um, are always kind of um, have provided us with this great um, platform. Don't worry about a thing. Because Atticus Health will make you feel all right. Don't worry about a thing. Because Atticus Health will make you feel all right. If you got a tummy ache, or you don't feel right, or if you have a nasty rash, keeping you up at night. Don't worry, don't worry about a thing. Don't worry. Because <laughs> Atticus Health will make you feel all right. Thank you, Atticus Health. Check them out if you got any medical issues. Um, or they might even provide counselling or psychology or something like that. You know, check them out. Um so yeah, so um, you know, going through my masters, it, it, it again, it, it was not an easy, um, easy road. Um, lots of reading and writing, especially in in the psychology courses. The you know the main form of assessment is essays and reports and. Um, you know, while while at ACAP I was doing lots of video counselling, there was definitely a lot more essays and um, kind of written assessments. Um, so, you know, again, if that's sort of something that people who are listening are thinking about getting into, you know, it's always good to kind of be prepared for what's to come, what what's required, you know, if you know, if that's the space that you want to get in and if there's a lot of passion, if there's a lot of passion in what you do, then it's going to be easier, but, um, or at least worth it. You know, I, I never said that this road has been easy, but it's definitely a lot worth it. And, um, it's something that, you know, you know, you can kind of say that you've achieved and achievements are always nice to kind of give ourselves that kind of self-compassion. Um, okay. Yeah. So, um, I've got about another, um get to the question. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm going to get to Eleanor's question. So 
Um, I've got just my computer here and because I want it to just be accurate, um, I've got here from PACVA, which is one of the um, registering boards of of counselling in Australia. So PACVA is the Psychotherapy and Counselling Federation of Australia and I'll go into kind of the registrating bodies um, later or in another episode um, to kind of share about what, what they're all about and why there's two and um, all those sorts of roller coaster of a history around that um, and still still going as well. Um, so, yes, yeah, so according to PACVA, um, the definition of counselling is the professional... So professional counselling is a safe and confidential collaboration between qualified counsellors and clients to promote mental health and well-being, enhance self-understanding and resolve identified concerns. Clients are active participants in the counselling process at every stage. So they say that, you know, we work with children, with young people, adults, couples, families and groups. Um, It can be short-term, long-term, lifetime, you know, depending on clients' needs, and I can go into that further. Um, They also say counsellors are fully present with their clients, using empathy and deep listening to establish positive working relationships. Counselling is effective when clients feel safe, understood, respected, and accepted without judgment. Um, So it goes into a bit more about further what, what that is and all the things that we might um explore as well um so so that's that's counseling according to um PACFA and I if you wanted to read more of that I can post that um uh on on the just I can just put that in the comments of the post that we made this morning um and you can check that out um so that you know looking at PACFA's definition of psychotherapy so they say psychotherapy is a holistic engagement that focuses on mental emotional relation relational or spiritual health of a human being it is useful when psychological developmental relationship and well-being issues arise in life A psychotherapist engages with a person or group in a process of working together to build understanding and acceptance of how the person makes meaning in their life. Together, they create life-giving solutions to old and new problems. So I think, you know, in just considering those two definitions, counselling in a nutshell is, I guess we can call it sort of a more solution-focused approach. I use a solution-focused approach in my work. That's sort of what that brief therapy is. Um, I can go into a bit of my work as well um, after this. So um, counselling, the basics of it is, um, you know, kind of a collaboration of, you know, working towards certain goals and it's kind of like a guidance towards those goals. Um, but again, there's different approaches and, you know, I want to also preface this show with everyone who is a counsellor or a psychotherapist or a psychologist, or I'm not sure specifically psychologist, but at least counsellors and psychotherapists, we all have 
our own different ways of working with people and not everyone is going to be suited for everyone. So if, if you are looking for a counsellor or a psychotherapist, um, you know, it's good just to kind of scope out what's around and, you know, see who you click with or who you feel like is more helpful to you or that you feel like you can kind of feel understood. And because definitely everyone, as I said, works very differently and, um, you know, we're all very diverse and have our own experience that we may bring into the, the counselling room. So, so counselling, you know, on the basics of it, kind of looking at goals and, you know, guidance towards those goals or, you know, things like that. Uh, and psychotherapy is a lot more, goes into a lot more deeper kind of um you know, experiences or issues um, where it looks at the mental, emotional, relational, um, and even spiritual as well. Um, so, you know, and, and looking at, you know, old and new problems and, and how those relate or how it shaped you um, to kind of gain insight into, you know, who you are or what it means for you now. Um, okay, so <laughs> there's other questions that they kind of like a frequently asked question page that I've pulled up here. Um, so, yeah, and it goes into kind of what a psychotherapist does. And it says a psychotherapist and a client work together to understand conscious and unconscious aspects of the present lived experiences of the, <coughs> of the client. So I guess that, you know, goes into deeper deeper stuff, whereas counsellors, they they can go back into kind of, you know, the, the deeper stuff, but it's more around, you know, presenting issues and you know, guidance towards what the client's goals are, what the goals are that are collaboratively established w- within the counselling space. Um. So, yeah, so it says a key element of the practice of psychotherapy is the relationship between the therapist and the client. In my opinion, I think it's also key in counselling as well. Um, you know, there's lots of research on effectiveness of certain types of counselling modalities and um, it actually is the fact that no, not one approach is more effective, but what is effective, at, you know, at the foundational level is the relationship that is fostered between the counsellor slash psychotherapist with the client. Um, and it's definitely a collaboration there. Um, so it, it says this process may include looking at how earlier experiences impact on the person's daily, daily life and future. And together they may refer to the person, the personal story, experiences in family of origin, relationship history, imagination, illness, as well as sexuality, spirituality, ethnicity, and culture. So, yeah, and it goes into more about what issues and what outcomes are expected, um, training, and the types of modalities psychotherapy psychotherapists use um, as well. And they also said there are various modalities and it's always growing and changing and branching off into certain things, um, which in the history of, of counselling and psychotherapy we, we will go into. Um, I, I did want to mention, you know, sometimes 
there there is that as I said sort of uncertainty around what therapy is and and definitely <laughs> in everyone's life we've all got lots of things to do and responsibilities that take up a lot of time whether that's work or families or relationships or you know kind of juggling all that and one one question that I think I get quite often is you know how long will this take um to get to a point where I don't need this anymore and definitely we hope there's a goal that clients don't need us but um at the same time it's uh, you know it's it's always helpful for for everyone to have someone to talk to and um and, and we'll go into kind of you know what that looks like you know if you're a partner or a friend or a family member or you know someone close um in terms of that so you know when you think about the length of time counseling takes it it is definitely very case by case um situations so you know some um some clients say you just need a few sessions to work out what they need to do in terms of a problem or how to manage certain things or, you know, get some strategies, which, you know, is totally fine. You know, clients, uh, as I said, I'm very person-centered. So if clients want a certain type of thing, I will definitely try and, um, (coughs) you know, give them what they are expecting um, in a very kind of, um, you know, kind of meeting their expectations there. you know, and if clients, they don't know, you know, we can definitely explore around what it is that they are looking for um, and how to get there. Um, I, I do want to just take some time and, and talk about a bit about what, what I'm doing at the moment. Um, we can go back into kind of length of counselling um, afterwards. Um, so going back into a bit of my credentials, I guess, to as a reason why to listen to me, um, I'm currently working in EAP which is the employees assistance program which is provided um, to employees by their employer um, um, as a you know kind of benefit that they give as part of working at certain companies Um, you know and I was so I'm, I'm contracted under New View Psychology and they have kind of given me to LifeWorks, which have been a really great company and <coughs> everyone's so supportive and, you know, they, you, they're always there if you want to reach out and talk to someone, um, the supervisors that I've had. Um, one, you know, I've had two in the last, when I was kind of working there in the last two years. Um, one, the first one I had was amazing. She was very attentive and, and you know, putting up with all my questions and queries and, and things like that. So she was great and the new one you know definitely you know if there's a new manager coming in there's definitely sort of your backup around who she is what she's going to do and you know you're a bit kind of um on the on the back foot I guess of all that but you know she's been really great and had a few instances where I've needed to um you know debrief a client and and things like that so um and that's been working from home for the majority I mean I have had um, experiences of going into the office in the city um, to provide counselling from there, but at the moment it's still working from home. Which you know I'm I'm still. I mean, there's a lot of 
pros around working from home. Um, you know, you can kind of, you know, use your own stuff and, you know, kind of be a bit more comfortable. And, and I think it's at least for clients, I know that sometimes doing it from home um, can be more comfortable and there's less intimidation or uncertainty of the space um, where they can, I guess, just be a bit more comfortable and, um, you know, even while they're sitting on the couch or, um, you know, doing the dishes or, you know, something that is sort of comfortable for them. So um, that's just what I've, what I've been working in in the space and, you know, I've gained a lot of <laughs> um, experience from there and um, definitely feel like I've well, – I hope that I've been – helpful for, for the most part and um you know that's sort of all we want to we want to do at the crux of it in terms of you know the, the counsellors here um and um so um what else um so yeah so the e- the EAP space is sort of a, a brief counselling um, experience, I guess you can call it, um, and it depends on the company's contract with my company, LifeWorks, and some and looking at kind of the length of, of things happening. Um, sometimes, you know, I get clients for twelve sessions, or three sessions, or six sessions, or eight, or five. You know, it's it's very varied, um, and. It's something that, you know, as a counsellor, I need to take into account. When I get a new client, I always check on how many, you can see how many sessions they are allowed. Um, And, you know, sometimes you do get clients where they need more and, um, you know, we do have the opportunity to try and request more, um, more sessions. But again, we are trying to be a brief counselling approach and we do a lot of, we can refer and, um, you know, give them options of where to go and, you know, how to manage things. And it, it could even just be their beginning of um, their recovery journey. Um, you know, I don't even know if recovery is the right word, but, um, you know, in, the, in their, I guess, in addressing their issues. I mean, I mean, I guess a lot of people, they tend to, you know, just try and work it out on their own or, you know, they have other ways to, to do things or they just keep going um, through all of that. And, you know, kind of seeking out counselling can be a way to just start that journey and, um, you know, find where they feel comfortable in getting that counselling from. Um, so, yeah, it can it can take, you know, a while depending on where you're at. And sometimes clients say have a few sessions you know saying you know I'm fine I think you know we can just leave it and um but we always you know have this open for them um and give them other stuff so they can so for example if you have like a regular counsellor and you see them for about six sessions um or six to ten sessions in a year um depending on um kind of funding and, and stuff like that um you know, you, you could kind of go through an issue and, you know, whether that's grief or relationship issues or things like that um, and then um, be able to get to a point where, like, okay, I think I've got this, I've got all these tools and strategies to, 
manage all this and then either something else happens, you know, later down the track or um, that that you want to kind of go back into the space and um, get some more counselling around and or, you know, that the same issue that you were dealing with in those sessions have come up again and or you, f- you forget about all those tools and you just need a refresher or, you know, it's always a space that you can you can go in and come back and leave and and re-enter you know it's you know it's something that you know it's up to you to kind of kind of want that as well so it it can you know it it depends on with that question I just wanted to address it now I guess because that's just been the most common thing that I've heard is sort of how long it will take and um you know thinking about you know some people go through it for years um which sometimes is sort of necessary or it's helpful for them to just keep going and checking in and and you know getting some counseling around anything that they're going through even if it's if it's a good day like um you know it's always good to share the the good things and the achievements that you've had and and what that's been like for you and um you know I've had some clients who um you know it's not always ne- it's not always a negative space and I think that's where the daunting part comes from um is the fact that it's it feels like it's going to be constantly negative and yes it, it is about the issues in life but it's also helpful when we recognize our strengths and our resources and our achievements um so with that I think um we might add another um sponsor in We'll put another ad in and uh, yeah, we'll be back soon. If you're, if you're the Caraway, just call Mitchell Tall. Or in Patterson Lakes, just call Mitchell Tall. Anywhere Bayside, just call Mitchell Tall. Buy a summer house. Just call Mitchell Tall. Mitchell Tall. Tall. Real estate. Oh, yeah. A little real estate. We want more. We've done it. One take. Thank you, Mitchell Tours. Um, uh, it's definitely a, a heated market at the moment. So definitely get into, you know, especially with our generation. That's part of the stresses that our generation are having, you know, finding a house and um, setting up all of that so yeah so that's sort of based on that question um you know i might just sort of have a look at the next few um episodes and what you know what the plan is um so you know i've got my own sort of google doc around you know ideas and things like that so but again you know open to having a um, you know, having any suggestions or ideas of what you guys want to hear. Um, you know, I'm very person-centered, so I'm happy to kind of take on all of that. Um, so, um, so yeah, so I'll be doing, you know, maybe in the next few sessions a lot more myth debunking. Um, you know, I'll also sort of explore the theories and the modalities and maybe go into a bit of that the history of, um, you know how counseling developed 
I'm not sure if, if anyone kind of recalls or any listeners that, you know, the counselling or the psychology, psychotherapy space was very medical. Um, it started off being very medical um, and, you know, obviously kind of Sigmund Freud came into the picture and um, had all these crazy ideas around, actually, I just want to talk to them um, instead of, you know, putting them in steam baths or, um, you know, giving them certain types of medication. I mean, medication is still sort of effective today and, and it's become quite, I, I don't want to say popular, but it, it, it does have a space today um, in the counselling and, and, you know, mental health kind of field um, today. Um, so I'll go through the history um, when I go through sort of the, the modalities and, you know, as a sort of chronological way of thinking about it. Um, then I'll, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll probably go a little bit more into kind of the life of a counsellor, what, what it looks like. Um, I mean, I went, I went through a bit about my experience and my history of, of kind of developing my, you know, my practice and, and all of that. Um, and, um, definitely in every episode throughout, you know, when I'm kind of on air, um, please feel free to kind of pop in any questions, um, just like the one Eleanor did or, or any issues or things that you kind of not too sure about. Um, we could definitely kind of look at that. Um, I also, um, what, you know, also want to mention that I'm actually going to be doing a certificate for, um, in alcohol and other drugs counseling next year. Um, I'll actually be doing that down, down the road here in Frankston, um, at, at, um, Chisholm Institute. So uh, I am kind of looking forward into kind of diving into that space. It's always been a space that I've um, wanted to get into and is very I feel like it's very interesting um, so I'll talk a bit more about that um, further as well um, I also have been in the works or thinking about um, you know inviting guests that you know have different experiences different approaches and um, you know as I said, everyone has different experiences in life kind of thing so um, you know I've been in the works of finding some people and thinking about some people who can potentially come on in, in my um from my own kind of experiences whether that's sort of um friends from school or um other kind of experts in certain areas as well um I also wanted to look at the the business side of counseling so while it's it's sort of a really supportive and person-centered space um unfortunately there is that that business side um to counseling you know payments and registration and professional development um and i did touch on the the two that i did touch on um pakva and you know just looked at their definitions of those things but you know i wanted to look at those two and you know how you know kind of explore their histories and you know I'm not sure people know but you know every other kind of field like social work or the medical field or nursing you know they all have one registering body but but we have two so I think it would be interesting to look at the history there or the current what's you know what's happening there as well um I also wanted to talk about um what a support person is 
um, you know, as, as I mentioned, kind of e- either a, a spouse, partner, um, a family member, you know, a close person who of someone um, who is experiencing mental health issues and or going through counselling or psychotherapy or things like that. I think it's a very um, interesting space to be in because um, it's you're not a counsellor to them, but you still want it to be you want to support them in, in every way. Um, so what else? I also wanted to uh, you know even just dive into a few of those topics like anxiety or depression or you know relationship um um issues things like that and how different approaches they they can approach those things so um that's sort of something in the works there as well um i also wanted to talk about relationships in counseling you know what you know looking at what that relationship is like and i think that'll come with looking at the support person as well um but also looking at you know what couples counseling is and um also maybe family counseling as well i think that's also another space to to kind of explore um you know some some people are quite hesitant to um even suggest it in their you know if they're experiencing issues in their relationship um but looking at kind of what what that might look like or what that might what that can do for people um even sort of family counseling or things like that so that's sort of where I'm at now with with sort of some ideas and you know the trajectory of this show um but definitely 100% you know if you guys had suggestions or questions or issues or anything like that um please feel free to um let me know um you can even just comment it on um on the on the radio station's facebook page or um you know while i'm on the show kind of messaging things and i can add it to that list of things to to talk about um but yeah i guess that's sort of um it for the first show um thank you everyone so much for listening um and definitely thank you to to the person sitting opposite me producing this show um you know has tried to help me in everything and been very supportive so i do thank you and thank you for everyone listening and if there's um you know definitely re- reach out if there's something else you wanted me to talk about um so yeah so hopefully that was informative or at least just explaining or exploring that space um at the moment and hopefully that's sort of started to help you think about um you know what counseling can be and um what what i can get out of that um specifically um but definitely i'll there's there's definitely a whole wide range of things to talk about and things to consider um so yeah so definitely tune in the next time probably in another two weeks or so um but i'll definitely keep you posted on the facebook page and and everything like that so yeah thanks everyone